Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Heart and Hand Extra. My name's David Edgar, and uh, I'm joined this week by uh, he made his pod debut earlier this week uh, by the returning Ian McCall, the uh, the owner operator of the Founders Trail. And Ian's going to talk us through a little bit about the Founders Trail, what it is, how it came to be, what its aims are, and then just some of the stuff that he's discovered while he's been doing it. Uh, it's it's a really really interesting take on a subject that I think a lot of Rangers fans have to admit we don't know as much about as we should, which is that early gallant pioneer. Ian, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, David. It's an absolute pleasure once again. Thanks very much. And, uh, well, for anyone who maybe missed the show this week, tell us a little bit about what the Founders Trail is. What we do is um, we, we literally follow in the footsteps um, of the guys um, that formed the club. You know, we're, we're bus tour, uh, guided bus tour in Glasgow, um, telling, telling their story. Um, where, of course, Rangers played um, our first few games and uh, where the guys lived. Uh, where they worked, you know, and um, ultimately where a couple of them were uh, laid to rest uh, in cemeteries um, around Glasgow. We, we literally follow in the footsteps of our founders, you know, but we're, we're coached to her, um, even though the meeting point and our departure point is at Ibrox. Um, we're, we're first port of calls Flesher's Hall, and then um, we, we head up uh, to the west end to Burnbank, um, back to the south side um, to, to Kennan Park, and ultimately along to along to Ibrox because um, there was a couple of them, you know, uh, Moses and Tom Valance certainly lived long enough um, to see Rangers um, grow from essentially what was that boys club in Fleischer's Hall all the way into our current home um, at Ibrox Stadium. So wow. yeah, it's been it's been it's been, it's been uh, hugely popular with support over the last few years um, and hopefully um, for, for for many years to come. Yeah, it's um, it's wonderful sharing a unique and an incredible story. You know, with your with your fellow fellow bears, you know, it's just it's just been it's been an absolute joy. What was the genesis for it? What what prompted you to, to 
to start Which off. Davey was, it, um, it'd been a couple of questions that had been, had been spinning about my head since from an early age. We were, were all handed these Rangers books, you know, a new era. And um, and a couple of books that I got from my dad, you know, I can, I can always remember, there was always one or two paragraphs at the start. You know, these four guys come in from, to, to, to Glasgow from the Gearlock. Um, from Love of Rowing was always mentioned, formed football club. And there it kind of quickly moved on to the kind of William Walton and, and kind of Struth there. And, and I can remember seeing them. I did, but what happened to these guys? Yeah, what do you mean? You know, it's like, well, guys like Valence and that, you know, um, were they still going to Ibrox when they were later on? Did they take up managerial? Well, I don't know. And it didn't matter how many people asked, they just didn't know. You know, so I think it's by 2005, you know, um, got myself um, on the internet. I said, I'm going to maybe dig at this. And I uh, started digging through um, a few facts and that came out, running about them, you know, and got myself to the Mitchell Library and on to the, um, the Scotland's people and um, started piecing a few things together and then I started posting. Um, on on uh, follow follow, and um, and it was Gordon, you know Gordon Bell, my my, my, my colleague. Uh, he picked up on it and said, "Look, I've got I've got a, a real thirst for much the same story. Do you fancy meeting up?" Met up with him in July of two thousand and seven. Uh, we continued um, to research. It was more and more uh, my story was, was was starting to was starting to appear. And it was at that point that Gary Ralston, um, a journalist, he contacted and said, "Look, I've been watching what you guys are doing." My aim is to get it into a book. Um, that that's research. Do you fancy comparing notes? And this essentially was the book that I'd been searching for since childhood. Um, no, it was never a groundbreaking business plan, David. You know, uh, uh, that that was never the reason behind it. But what happened then was when more and more of these locations started to appear in the book, hit the streets, there were supporters coming saying, "Could you take us around about in some kind of?" formulated fashion the book was the shows. gallant pioneers by gary ralston if anyone's uh not yeah. checked that out, and you absolutely should it's it's pretty essential to as you say it was a period i knew very little mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. and uh it's it's an essential read yeah and um yeah very much so and uh so it was more through the quest you know guys were saying could you come and take his or take her in kind of some formulated fashion so the first one we tried and that would have been the autumn of 2009 we thought we'd be kind of clever and do it by foot and then we got, there was about I think there was 16, 17 people coming along that day, which was, which, was, which, was, which was great. Really nervous about it all, you know, I said, just going to flop, you know. And then and we, we went up walking through the city centre and then a couple of kind of older guys with us, you know, I thought, God, this isn't going to work here. So we ended up jumping in the underground up to the West End and then somebody suggested having a, a refreshment break up in the West End pub. And it then just descended into chaos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing saying, oh, come on, guys, there's another couple of occasions, you know. And all I was getting back was, Ian, just go and get yourself a pint and sit in your arse, mate, will you? You know? And, um, so That's possibly the most Rangers thing I've ever heard. this pub across to Craigton Cemetery, you know. Oh, it was, it, was, it was a nightmare, you know. So I had employment history um, in the, the bus industry. And I'd always see the city sites in buses, and I thought, nah, or could we? Will we try one? And I approached the guy who was running the six eight, and he said, no, he, no, no, that's not going to work. He said, I'm not having a, bu- a, a busload of football supporters going in about the city centre on a Sunday afternoon. I said, no, I won't be like that. You know, it'd be more, you know, it'd be, it's, it's a historical thing, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not what you think. I said, let's try one, can we just one? And, um, and he said, right, OK. And uh, that was a huge success. And then we thought, right, so what would we do? We could add on the stadium tour at the end of the day, then people make the complete journey. You know, and plus, the club then are going to get people through the front doors that they maybe wouldn't have done on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. So we approached the club, spoke to um, Sandy Jardin, um, and he was more than enthusiastic, you know. Um, he said, yeah, yeah, go go for it and see how it goes. And um, and we were never to look back until um, 
the, the club went through the, the, the 2012-15 process, you know, and um, and we suffered as everyone did, you know. Um, mm. But we came out the other side of it. Um, the good guys got in, you know, in March 2015, and since then, um, at every level, the club people just can't do enough, you know. The media team, you know, it's um, it's quite a step, you know, if he's a few years ago standing outside the underground in match day handing out leaflets. Um, and we've now got the, the Founders Trail adverts up in the, the Jumbotron screens within the stadium, you know, it's um, and that's only happened over the last 18 months to two years, maybe, so it's been absolutely fantastic, and essentially, the whole thing is, is to get this story out, you know, the struggle that those kids, face, and they were kids, you know, that's one of the things people keep coming back to, is I didn't realise, you know, because cause they, they've got that image of the 1877 team in their head, you know, but the fact was, the guys, they were only 15 and 16, you know, when when they formed the club and um, they were only 16, 17 year old Incredible. when they were taking up office within the club on, on committees and honorary secretaries and treasurers and an astonishing story, you know, um, how they stuck with it. You know, because again, people will come to us and say, but why Rangers? You know, and we'll say, well, it was purely down to their will and determination to succeed because many clubs sprung up then. This new sport association football was born and many clubs sprung up but they all went to the, a, a lot of them went to the wall um, kind of very quickly you know but uh, but these guys worked hard at it you know and we've came across some wonderful articles that were written in the early 1880s about the guys training six nights a week you know there was that famous line you know they would have trained for seventh a seventh night but for the observance of the sabbath which they found great frustration and you know this was written by a guy Willie Dunlop um, who played alongside them in that 1877 team you know, and it says, and their, their will and determination to succeed was just incredible, you know. Um, yeah, and that was the stand is in great stead, you know, for many years to come, you know, because as we recount the famous the famous speech of Bill Struth, you know, um, as it was, you know, it's the days of the, the gallant pioneers, mm. and he was aware, he was aware of how much they put into it, you know. To, to, to um, get it off so the ground. It's, it's fascinating. It's an astonishing it's beginning, and I mean, as you say, it's a story that's unrivaled and, and unique in world yeah. football of four boys who mm-hmm. have formed this thing that has endured and, and survived and been loved by so many for, for coming up now on 150 years. I want to mm-hmm. go back to the start and, and just, because I know you continue this, but talk to me a wee bit about the research, because a lo- you've uncovered an awful lot of things that, that, that were in the archives, but hadn't mm. people didn't know them. Um, what, what was your process for that? Because well, it, it seems to be, it, it's okay to have that as an idea, but there's mm-hmm. a lot more to it than just walking into the Mitchell and going, show me all the unread Rangers articles. I mean, what, what mm-hmm. happened? What, what was your process? That, 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 that's what the process was, what was going to the Mitchell Library, you know, and we would get... The, the, the four boys that were always mentioned, you know, the, Moses and, and, uh, and Peter McNeil, you know, um, and Peter Campbell and, and Willie McBeath, you know, but, but more and more as, as the research was going on, certainly in the early days, the name of Tom Valance, this, this, this is a perfect example, the name of Tom Valance kept coming out every now and again, you know, at newspaper reports and then more and more often, you know, and I've said to God, this guy's, this guy's got a fascinating story all of his own. You know, and then we'd go up there researching his story, you know, and it's um, it, it really can be simple sometimes, you know, is putting the name Tom Ballas into search functions, you know, and you go up there, you know, and or it can be a game, you know, um, that will just, just, just look for the, the newspaper reports for the day after, if you like, or a couple of days after, you know, and, and pick up stories from there. And uh, but moving on, moving on from that, um, once we started to research uh, quite intensely, Sand, Sandy Jarden came to us and he says, look, 
there is there is old minute club minute books um, at the club. He said, I've got a couple. Um, he says, in my office. And we were like, oh my God, this is holy grail stuff, you know. Mm. And he said, look, just feel free to come in anytime you want. If you want to browse through them, if it helps. And these are actual minutes These are actual minute books wow. that were written, you know, by the club. Um, by, 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 by guys like Sam Ricketts, etc., um, who was a player with the club. And, uh, you know, a perfect example from that is, there's actually, a, there's actually a minute there from the meeting that they sat down at Kinnan Park and decided to go to move to Ibrox. Oh, and they actually sit and read that in black and white. <laughs> but the, import, the important thing on the back of that was, there was new, there was new members coming into the club. And um, even the guys who were president of the club, circuits of the club, it, it would be minuted at the, be, at the beginning of each month, monthly meeting, their, their names and address. And that was absolutely gold dust, you know, because we were then picking up addresses all around about Glasgow, you know, and um, and we managed to expand the trail route ever, ever so slightly more, did a bit more again you know, to, to pick up these addresses mm. you know, and th- th- there was always newspaper reports, you know, when they won the club, the cup in 1894 they were, they were awarded the, the, the cup in um, the Alexandria Tell, which is in Bass Street, and then you're up to Bass Street and getting the maps from the time um, and what number in Bass Street it would be now, because through time Sometimes um, street numbers changed, mm. you know, and um, but, it, but it just kept. Uh, honestly, it was if it was if a hand from up above mm. was helping guide us at times, you know, because the, the vast majority of the addresses were on the route that we were already following, you know, and um, the, the the kind of the Bertley Street area um, of the town. I mean, the boys first came into Glasgow. What would happen was, you know, as well, a lot of um, communities and they, they, they would kind of huddle. In kind of small in, in, in areas, you know, they would, if someone was coming in from Glasgow from the countryside, they would they would, they would try to find you know family or relations or people they knew, and they would go and live there. So our guys were all kind of around about the Berkeley Street, Gibson Street area, you know, um, to begin with. Um, so it, it was it, it was fascinating how much it came out. And be perfectly honest, with you, I mean, the, 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 the trail lasts for four hours. We have a we have a 35, 40 minute break up at um, part at the bowling club to kind of break the day for people. Let them get something to eat and, and a drink, but we could we, we could extend this bus tour or to six hours, absolutely no problem at all. But it's just it's just too long a day, Davy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, it's just, it's just it's been incredible. Yeah, and essentially that's what it was. As you said, the fascination behind the story. It's this group of kids um, that came into Glasgow, but they were to form what was to become the world's most successful right. football club. Unbelievable, you know. I mean, just, and um, and the fact that three of them lived long enough, you know. Um, to see them moving into Ibrox and playing in front of crowds 70, 80, 90,000 you know, it's, um, that's an incredible thought, you know Tell me a little bit about your favourite places um, to on the tour, uh, without giving away the farm to people, because uh, obviously mm-hmm. we're going to give them where they can go and sign up, and they should have done the, the Founders Tour, and it's, it's a wonderful experience, a very, very humbling experience but a really yeah. wonderful experience but um, what what are some of your favourite places that you visit on the tour? We um, we took a lot of pleasure um, that day you came along with your dad that day mm. um, that we managed uh, within that four hours to keep you off the microphone. I was, fuck, was I, uh, do you know, <laughs> see, there, it made me realise that at all times I should carry one of my own. <laughs> Just be able to communicate. I, I, I wasn't missing that when you gave me an open gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, listen, there, there, there's, there's locations all around about the city, you know, um, but Flesher's Hall. Flesher's Hall is just, it's an extra special place. You know, um, I mean, I say that. I mean, I, I'm not a tour guide, and never will be. You know, but the, the way it was kind of set up, um, we were off. We just saying, we, we, we first took the open top bus on. We've moved on to to parts of Hamilton Coach now. Incidentally, for people that are 
thinking of the winners coming up. I'm not going to be Glasgow one the open top buses. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we, we, were, we were offered a tour guide, but it just wouldn't have worked, Davey, you know. Um, so, Gordon, basically, <laughs> somebody's going to need to do it, or you're going to need to do it, you know. And um, and it's... It, but through time, you know, through time, and we're coming up for 91st um, tour now, wow. um, on Saturday. Um, it's, it's great confidence, you know, but, but it's, it's absolutely magical to stand at Flesher's Hall, you know, and recount the stories there. Um, and the wonderful stories that were, that were found over the years to, 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 to actually stand there on that spot, you know, and share that um, with your fellow your fellow range supporters, you know, it's just um, it's just fantastic, you know. The amount of people, I mean, you, you, wouldn't, you honestly wouldn't believe the amount of, the amount of, kind of older people that were fed on um, the tour uh, that will tell you when they're going to, this is my first time through the front doors, and you're just like, wow, wow. you know, and to see the absolute joy in people's faces, you know, not only coming in the front door, but going up the marble staircase and down the tunnel. It's just, it's just a joy, you know. It's, it's, um, it's fantastic. But no, Flesher's Hall, Flesher Hall is a very, very special place, you know. Speaking and, about um, that, t- talk to me about the the Flesher's Hall uh, plaque that was raised um, a few years ago. Yeah, we, 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 we put that in place um, September um, two thousand and nine. Um, Gary Ralston, through his um, research, managed to locate uh, Peter McNeil. Of course, one of our founders has his granddaughters, and uh, and we, we we got Heather, who sadly passed um, just last year at her sister's house down in London. Uh, we got Heather along um, in Sandy Jardin. Um, also attended that day um, to unveil the plaque. You know, it's um, but we were told you know the plaque is within the football centre there um, at Glasgow Green. You know, and um, when we first kind of mooted the idea, um, we were told it wouldn't last down there a week, um, but it's been there. They say since September two thousand and nine, and there's there's not been a scratch on it, and that's been um, that that was a very special day, you know. Uh, not only to have one of our founders' granddaughters, I mean, no, not a great granddaughter, a, an actual a granddaughter, granddaughter. Yeah. Um, someone who and, was there um, that that day that that when Rangers played their first ever match, it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible, you know, and uh, yeah, to have. To have Sandy Jardin along, you know, and that, that, but that has been one, that has been one of the, that has been one of the joys um, doing the research, you know, as um, we have made contact um, with um, with our family members, you know, Harry McNeil's um, great grandchildren are still living there, they're across in Dublin, you know, there has been a, there has been a loss, so it's um, it's been an absolute joy, you know, sharing uh, sharing it with them, but yeah, to, 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 actually you can still step, that's that's the beauty of Flesher, so the fact that it's still a football. It's still a football field, you know. Um, um, to this day, you know, it's still it's still used by kids, you know, um, every weekend, more or less, you know. So it's years um, later. yeah, it's very nice. special. It's uh, and and for years people would play on there and not know that they were running out on on pretty much hallowed turf. You know, there's there's no getting yeah. away from it. Yeah, yeah, Top. it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's a cracking spot. You know, again, when we get at the football centre with the groups, you know, you, you get loads of guys are coming up going. Goodness, I've played football here, you know, and you know, over the last few months and years, you know, and, and, and I never knew this, you know, I never knew, and um, and that 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 makes it special. But again, it's still tinged with a bit of sadness, you know, that the people the people that didn't know, you know, um, and this is where the club was born, you know, and uh, and again, what is really rewarding is we get a lot of teenagers um, coming on the tour, you know, and you see them coming on, you're thinking that's going to be just going to be too heavy, but maybe too much. But again, they'll come, they've been coming up at the end of the tour, you know, and um, saying so they're just taking so much out of it, and that's that's the people we really want to reach, you know, mm, um, because they will they will pass it on, 
um, to the to the next generation, and that's what it's about. It's about the education process, you know, and um, and letting people know um, how important, you know, and um, how valuable uh, what the story is, you know. Having having done it, I, I think it's absolutely essential for any Rangers fan. And you you spoke about it in the beginning, and you're so right that growing up. I had the books on Struth and I had books on even the William Wilton. Basically, I, I had books from Ibrox era onwards and I could tell you the history of Rangers and I could tell you the names of the great players. I mean, I could I could list them and, mm-hmm. the, the you know, the European finals and the big nights, but it was just a black... And it never really occurred to me. That was, that was a strange thing up until, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, Ian and I had been friends for a year, I remember, I'm first talking about this. Um, but I... Until you started saying, I thought, God, I don't, I don't know anything about that period. It's just almost mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Rangers formed, and then, and then when I spoke to other people, I found out that was quite common. The yeah, yeah, guys who could tell but, you about Alan Morton and, and all that kind of thing, you know, they, they, we 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 didn't know. We just didn't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a term often used, you know, but it's been a been a great um, family club. You know, and you still hear players um, today. Speaking about it, you know, and there's there's um, there's wonderful a wonderful example that we, we gives during the tour. And I mentioned the guy um, Tom Valencia, uh, who went on to captain the club, player of course, and president of the club, and uh, and he was he was a very successful businessman in Glasgow. Tom, he pointed at a couple of his restaurants um, and, and bars um, as, we, as we make the journey around about town. Tom Tom was invited along by Bill Struth in 1933. You know, I mean, the 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 guys in the seventies, you know, and um, and taking a lot as a guest at the club. Nineteen thirty-three, we played Sporting Club of Vienna at the stadium, and uh, that was actually the first time that a European club had came to it came to um, Rangers. Well. And Tom Valence was sat in the director's box that night um, as a guest of Mister Struth, and then he attended the uh, the old Firm game um, later that year. You know, um, and that's that's fascinating. I mean, the thought process, you know, it must have been through that guy's head. He was there at Flesher's Hall. He's seen, he's seen the seed being planted and he's sitting there in the stadium with 70, 80, 90,000 people running about him. I mean, that's just that's just mind-blowing. Yeah. You know? If that, and doesn't, then, if that doesn't get your blood pumping, um, you know, listening to that, then... That, you know, and then he passed, passed in 1935 and Bill Struth and, um, and Chairman James Bowie, um, his old friend James McIntyre who played in the same team as him, um, they're all there at his funeral and incredibly the guys that he faced in the 1877 Scottish Cup final bear a message now 1935 there's a couple of them from the old even attended um, Valence's funeral up in Bear's Den almost you know, 60 years later as I say that line the Rangers family you know it's still being used you can still hear it today Yeah, getting, getting thrown in interviews with players you know and it's a wonderful family this club Um I heard Kevin Thompson talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, um, when, he, when he spoke to yourself, you know, about the warmth and and it's, it's, it's really special, you know. But but to be able to establish how far that went back, you know, is um, is it's a great joy, you know, it, it, it really is, you know. And I think that's important yeah. for us to stress just now that just what Ian's saying there that when you go on the tour, it's not like they take you there and they go, "This Flesher's Hollis, we played the first game back on the bus," and then you drive somewhere. It's not that at all. You'll find out about the biography of these guys. You'll find out about their histories. You'll find out about what the decision process was that led to things like the move to government. Mm-hmm. All of these things are are brought up. You will you will learn. All about a period and a, a time that has been cloaked in mystery for for mm. almost a century, and I I think that's important to stress that it's not just a literal bus tour where you go, 
uh, this is where he lived back on the but you don't do that you guys will sit and say right you know we're now going to do this is where Tom Valance lived Tom moved here in this mm-hmm. is why he worked this was his businesses Tom's more you know yeah. and you, 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 you begin to if you like put colour into as you said that, that photograph of 1877 yeah, yeah most definitely you know, and, and most important as well Dave you know we, we, we didn't just stop with the supporters um, what, what's been important to us is about getting the board of directors you know, and the staff that work at Ibrox, you know, and um, last November um, we took the board of directors around on the tour, um, and um, in the January, just a couple of months later, um, we took 32 members of staff from all departments, um, from various departments in the club around as well, you know, and, get, and gave them an insight um, into exactly what, what the club means and where, where it came from, you know, so I say the education process um, it's, it's not just a, as you said there. It's not just a case of getting a story across. Mm. It's the whole education process. And people will say, oh, "Look at the size of Rangers. Rangers are special." Well, give us the opportunity, and we'll show you why. Why we're special, you know. Mm. And um, and it's not. It's not just. It's not just a throwaway line, you know. This, um, you know, being a very special club, you know, and um, and being unique and being different, you know. But but we are. Yeah. You know, and, um, and where this is where this where this has moved on to um, over the last couple of years, certainly it's escalated or gathered pace as um, as as the restoration in the Rangers Graves project, you know. And um, and unfortunately, when we were researching these guys' stories, and the majority of their final resting places we found in a state of um, disrepair, you know, and some of them didn't have stones, and some these stones re-erected. Um, so once again, we're now to support, and um, no surprise that the Rangers support didn't let anyone down. Um, they rallied again, you know, and the donations came in, and that has let us um, repair, restore these plots, you know, and it's, and it's and it's important, you know, the club, the club, um, they purchased a stone for Harry McNeil, um, who of course was Moses' older brother, but the vast majority of this has been done by the support, you know, and we like to think it is the support saying thanks to these guys, you know, it's, um, you know, some of them are lying in paupers' graves, you know, but it's given them back some dignity and respect which which we all know they earned over the years you know um, and gave us what we have today so the restoration project um, has also gathered pace in tandem um, with the with the Founders Trail you know so um, yep yeah, yeah, we're absolutely delighted um, with how that's going on there's also been um, we're getting more and more supporters clubs coming now and um, doing it as, as their kind of annual trip um, which is great you know um, supporters clubs from all over and, uh, and we've also taken it on now to, to, to presentation evenings um, because we are aware that there isn't every supporters club um, that can make the journey to, to Ibrox. Everything's also geared towards coming out for the game. Mm. You know, and expect that we come back again a day later, you know, is, is, is pushing it a bit far. So um, so we came up with the concept, you know, uh, of putting this story um, the onto show. screen and taking it to the supporters clubs, you know, yeah. and, um, and that's went down. That's went down extremely well, you know. Um, we're going down to Plymouth um, next June um, with the story, you know. And um, we've been across the Northern Ireland um, down down in Wales, and you know, didn't see the guys in Cardiff, you know. And um, no, it's been in Leicestershire, yeah, the Fingston guys, you know. So it's that that is another side of it, you know. That's um, we're, we're, we're trying to make sure we miss no one, you know, with it, you know, and make sure that it, that it is embraced and then passed on, hopefully to the next the next generation, Davy, you know. I, I think another thing that's key and should be pointed out is that you you help make money for the club with this. I mean, this is something that the club yeah. benefits from. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, on top of it being a fantastic, there, there really is no reason if you haven't done this to not go on it because you are putting money into the club. 
by by doing yeah. this. Uh, and and as Ian had maybe mentioned earlier, just just to reiterate, it finishes off with a tour of Ibrox, and you get mm-hmm. to see what you hear about the stories of these of these boys who've who've created this thing, and then you go in and you see the results of that. And mm-hmm. when to to go from Pleasures Hall, and then you you know you go to Ibrox and you go into the trophy room, and you think, wow. Yeah, and yeah. It, it really is an incredibly humbling experience. There's no, there's no other word for it. When you yeah, just yeah, there, there is, did. there is obviously benefit for the club there. You know, it's um, so over eight thousand passengers we've taken um, since two thousand and nine, and also that's eight thousand people through their front door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's um, yeah, very much um, benefiting the club. You know, um, we give every passenger a ten percent discount um, for a Gearhouse restaurant, and an effort to try and make people use the uh, facility there. We've got a very close working relationship with Colin Stewart. Um, at the Rangers Lotto, you know, and um, and a lot of the money, you know, we, 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 we purchase bricks, you know, we, we, we run we run a fun raffle, you know, during the day we get the party bowling club, and if we're not buying max tickets, um, which we raffle on the day, then we're buying stadium bricks, you know. So what we're, we're trying to make sure is as many facets of the club benefit, you know, from this um, as, as possible, you know. So there is a lot of money getting re getting regenerated back into the club, you know, which is. Um, which is which is good, you know. It's, it's, it's rewarding, you know, and um, and we can, be, well, we can, but we do, we do all work together, you know. We we we, we often say we don't work for the club, but we work we work with them, mm. and we work very closely with them, you know. Um, which is great, you know. It's um, after we've been through, as we all know, between two thousand twelve and two thousand fifteen, you know, to come out the other side of that and st- start to see the club starting to breathe again, yeah, you know, and, be and a to club be able again. to help that and be a club, you know, help that process again. along. Yeah. It's rewarding, you know. What's been your personal highlight? I mean, it's been eight years. What's, what's, well, longer in your involvement, but but what's been your personal highlight? Would you say? I think it's it's reaching it's reaching those eight thousand people. You know, um, it's very easy to say. Well, there's two hundred fifty thousand went to Manchester, so we've got a long way to go yet. <laughs> um, but it, but it has but it has reaching. You know, so many people. You know, and um, and the positive feedback. You know that we've had, you know, and uh, and working working really closely with Gordon. You know, my, my, my colleague Gordon is just as a researcher, he's he's second to none. You know, he's uh, tireless. You know, and if um, once he gets his teeth into something, he keeps going, he keeps going until he, until he gets an answer. There'd never been an image of William Beath, um, and Gordon got got, got his holding one, uh, got his hands in one um, up in the Mitchell Library uh, a couple of years back. There's been there's been huge highlights, you know, like that. You know, but it's. Um, yeah, it's it's being in touch, you know. It's spending a day, you know. It's spending, you know. It's the tour starts at twelve, and we're finished kind of Ibrox around about half five, quarter to six. And you spend a day in the company of so many, so many Rangers supporters, you know, and people from all all walks of life. It's just been an absolute joy, you know. It's been fantastic. Been some great, great stories, you know. There was one of the women. I mean, part of the eighteen seventy seven team, and the goalkeeper was a guy by the name of James Watt. You know, and on on the on, on the way to Flesh or so I'll give you a bit of background, you know, to, to Glasgow Green. We we we're trying to we try to include as much history about Glasgow as we can, you know, with the club growing arm and arm with the city, you know, and industrialisation, etc. You know, they'd mentioned, you know, Glasgow Green here, you know, it used to be a drying area for the women of Glasgow in seventeen sixty five, James Watt came up with the idea of the steam engine. We we're strolling through strolling through the park, you know, and then we were going to Flesh or Horn, done done the bit and mentioned eighteen seventy seven team and the James Watt that played for this woman came off, she's done at her husband, she says, excuse me a second, 
So is you telling me then that the gentleman who, who invented the steam engine was actually also Rangers goalkeeper? You know? and, and, her, and her husband standing behind her, you know, shaking his head in total disbelief, you know. Well, I'm going to. Of course, I said yes. Yes, I'm going. I'm going to start telling people that James Watt College in Cowenin is named after him. <laughs> that's that's going to be my new one. So, um, okay, there's been there's been a few great highlights, you know, and um, the people, the, meeting the people, meeting the people, just been absolutely brilliant. You know, and um, putting them back in touch with their club, you know, and the amount of people again that have came to his after it, and you know, and said, I'm actually, I've actually fell in love with Rangers again, mm. you know, through this big emails, you know, a few days after it, and it's um, it's hugely encouraging, you know, it's um, it's been an absolute joy, David, you know, over the years, and hopefully for many years to come, you know, mm. it's um, you know, we've got, we've got another bus tour, we've got a presentation in Stevenson on Friday night, and then get the bus tour on Saturday, um, so. Uh, it's keeping us, it's keeping us, it's keeping us going, to say the least, you know. How can people sign up for this, Ian? Founderstrail.co.uk is our website, Davey, and um, all our tours are listed there um, with availability. Um, as I said, we, we, we've launched the, the first batch of tours for 2018, such as the demand for it. Um, and also the website there, it'll give, give, us an in, give you an insight uh, into the research work uh, that we've carried out and, of course, the restoration project and, and everything else we've been working on. Um, over the last few years, you know, if if you do find you know the tours, um, are, 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 you can't get a date to suit you, you know, and if if they are filling pretty quickly, you know, just, just hold on because we we do try and slot them in, we sl- try and slot extra dates in, you know, as as, as often as we can, you know, um, to make sure there's there's nobody left um, disappointed. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, that's that's where you find us at FoundersTrail.co.uk. Well, I I honestly can't recommend this enough. As I say, I've been on it, and it is a. Oh, thanks very much indeed. It is. It's, it's 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 moving. I mean, there's there's no other word to describe it. It's moving. It hits you emotionally in a way that uh, it, it's hard to describe. Actually, it's it's a bit like the love you have of your club. It, it's a feeling, and you're. I, I can understand the people that rent to see the film love again. It sort of re-energizes it, and it takes yeah. it takes you a little bit up and above. The kind of day to day struggle of or arguments with players or is this the right manager mm-hmm. or blah blah. It, it lifts you out of this and it, it lets you see in its full glory Rangers and yeah. the, what it's about in the history. And because we can get too narrowly focused on, understandably, on you know what, what's happening today, whereas I think the Founders Trail gives you the opportunity to look at this thing, this enormous, yeah. wonderful, world-changing thing. And uh, I, I honestly, I cannot recommend if you haven't been on it, I cannot recommend it enough. And uh, yeah, Ian, thank you very much for coming and, and sharing that with us today. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thanks very much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, yeah, hopefully we'll see. Uh, a few more people coming along, you know, and um, making content. Just drops an email, gets a call, you know, kind of a chat, and um, yeah, it's um, hopefully for many years to come. I'll um, keep pushing forward and, and, and reaching, reaching the, the heart and souls of people. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, that was Ian, and as he says, founderstrail.co.uk. Just pop along there and uh, get yourself booked up to go on it, and you'll also learn. Even just visiting the website, you'll also learn stuff. I'm sure you, you, you wouldn't have known before. I have, and uh, it, it's it's a really valuable resource, incredibly valuable resource. Uh, just to let you know, then that uh, the show on Monday, should you wish to listen to the normal flagship show, is a question. So send it into uh, Twitter. I'm at Ibrox Rocks. 
using the hashtag HHPod and uh, you'll also find us on Facebook uh, just search for Heart and Hand the Rangers Podcast all that remains for me to do then is to thank our executive producers in London Mr Mike Lee and Mr Paul Myers to thank my guest the wonderful Mr Ian McCall thanks very much Davey and uh, to thank you all for listening encourage you to go on the tour and say my name's David Edgar and I will speak to you all again on Monday Podcast Network.